Welcome to the Event Horizon on the Wake Up Radio. I'm your host, KB, KB Visions, and KB Visions 1, with that one on the end, but the way you say it says so much, doesn't it? So I have an exciting show tonight. I was in my total nerd mode today, going through some stuff, and one of the things I find that when I go to do the research for the shows, it benefits me in my life so much. Like, I learned some really good stuff. Like not only, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk about tonight, I'm going to talk about 5G. I'm going to talk about these frequencies or talk about the effects that they have on our bodies, on our cells, on our mind, on our brain, the metals, really good show tonight. But in preparing for tonight's show, I learned some pretty amazing information that um, I know I'm going to apply. You can do what you want to do, but some stuff to help fight these frequencies and help protect our bodies from that. So I would suggest a pen and paper would be handy if you're hanging out with me tonight. I want to give a huge shout out to Cindy Ashby, putting this all together, super producer, right? Takes uh, and creates an entire radio station out of thin air. We have, what, 36, 38 shows, uh, somewhere 1,800 episodes, 16, 2,000, somewhere. We're, we're somewhere in there. It's kind of hard to keep track when there's so many. She knows. But for us over here, so and much love and respect to the entire On The Wake Up Radio family. Have you not come and checked us out? Kind of silly. I say it every week. It's goofy behavior that you're not doing it. We have something for everyone. Like I just said, we have an excess of 36 shows. This is 36 people out here doing the research, taking the time, spend time to share this information. So we also have our social media page, otwtube.com. I mean, we're pretty much kick ass. I'll just say it. We are. So come on over, check us out. I've been watching some pretty good uh, clips and movies. I have one saved that I want to watch later too, which let me pull it up right now because this is a great um, little uh, movie I came across today. So the station, uh, it's called, I think it's a not, let me see. Oh, it's uh, the G- the underscore genie underscore AI. And this is Looping Cycles, the genie AI Qubit 4 SD 480 is the thing. That's the whole title on it. But it's really good. It talks about Satan's world and how even in the Bible and all sorts of scriptures, it says that this is Satan's world and, and Jesus gives permission for Satan to do what Satan wants in Satan's world. So uh, that I would go and watch. That's on otwtube.com. If you haven't set up an account, you can, because why? We own the servers and we don't censor you. We actually want to hear what you want to say. And we're not Nazis. So it's all good stuff right there. So tonight, 
Jeez, I don't even know where to start. I have so much that's going on. Actually, I do know where to start. I want to read something to you. And right here, the event horizon, right? So what is it really? In astrophysics, an event horizon is a boundary beyond which events cannot affect an observer. The term was coined by Wolfgang Rindler in 1950s. And in 1784, John Mitchell processed that in a way of vicinity of compact, massive objects. Gravity can be strong enough. Even light cannot escape. And here is one more, which I really like. Same thing, little wording is a different. Event horizon. Boundary marking the limits of a black hole, since general relativity states that nothing can travel faster than the speed of light, nothing inside the event horizon can ever cross the boundary and escape beyond it, including light. So right now you are listening to the event horizon. <laughs> Great, right? So I'm kind of in like a really good mood. I have all this information. Where do I want to start? I'm going to start right here. So what I have just added for the listeners, right, is <clears throat> it is from Moderna. It's ModernaTX.com. And when you go here, what I would like you to venture over to is Moderna, M-R-N-A technology. Now, under that little branch right there, there's a few things that you can go and look at. So the one, the subtitle I am under right now is uh, Research Engine. Isn't that interesting that, that a vaccine has a website? And uh, I'm going to read to you what it says right here. <clears throat> and how many people have um, put this in their bodies? Software of Life, Research and Design Services. Interesting. Our, MNA, our mRNA research engine services enable us to advance new product ideas into development candidates by way of our drug delivery efforts. Includes infrastructure right, to enable rapid supply of thousands of uh, preclinical mRNAs for research involving vitro and vivo experiments in order to accelerate programs from idea to development candidate design. So it's really interesting. You can go down, you can read about how their scientists create the concepts for it, but it's this part that I find. Is it the science of it? No. RMNA, this is it. So under that same little thing, you want to go to RMRNA platform. And it's really fascinating right here. This right here. Okay, our operating system. Recognizing the broad potential of mRNA science, we set out to create an mRNA technology platform that functions very much like an operating system on a computer. <laughs> it's designed so that it can plug and play interchangeably with different programs. In our case, the quote program or quote app is our mRNA drug. The unique mRNA sequence that codes for a protein. We have dedicated a team of several hundred scientists and engineers solely focused on advancing Moderna's platform technology. They are organized around key uh, disciplines and work for integrated fashion to advance knowledge surrounding mRNA science and solve for challenges that are unique to mRNA drug development. Some of these... Uh, 
disciples, disciplines include mRNA biology, chemistry, formulation and deliver, bioinformatics, and protein engineering. It is this sentence right here that's really important, right? Like really, really important. It says it's designed so that it can plug and play interchangeably with different programs. In our case, the program or app is our mRNA drug. They are saying this is an app that they put into your system that they have access to, right? Next paragraph, it says our mRNA medicines, the software of life. This isn't alarming. This isn't a problem. So in tonight's research, what I didn't even have enough time because it was in one area. And then towards the end of it, I started connecting the dots in the other area. And, and the reality is, is that these um, technologies, the way that the, a lot of them work is they all work on an electrical magnetical field, the same as us, right? We all do that. But tonight, what I discovered was, which was really important, which I didn't know, is that our, um, our blood right? In general, let me tell you what the name of it is, um, is, is, uh, is electric. It works on, uh, a, a electrons in that sense. Like, um, there's a product that I talk about often it's called Velasta and it works on anazathan, I think is how you say it. And that's, it's an algae that's in it. So I didn't know how it worked. So I watched some videos on it. It's really interesting how this product is so effective in the long run over health. The reason that it is so beneficial to one's health versus say taking uh, an exuberant amount of vitamin C is that this, uh, this, what the way that the, this, uh, product works with this algae works is that it creates an electrical field that is able to penetrate the cell and it's able to create one going in and one coming out. And because of that, it makes the product so effective in say fighting cancer or I reduced, I, I eliminated, or you could say I put into remission my cat's diabetes with this product by using it and changing a few things. So tonight's show is not only going to just talk about the technology, but it's also going to show like there's things that we can do. I not I don't I can't stand this helpless uh, behavior of people or this constant whining or rhetoric of everything that's going on, or even negating the fact that this is happening around us because they're still repeating the news. So it all, it all connects. And the very aspect that these uh, devices, I guess we could call them, right, that they have inserted into people, <clears throat> not only is it um, a form of robotics, you could say, or that it's a Bluetooth, um, but it's working on, it has to, right, work on some type of an electrical current. And this is where I believe um, is what's causing the spike proteins. And I'm going to explain why. When I was doing my research tonight, I found out that in our blood, we actually have ferrofluid in our butt, in our blood. And I know a lot of people have seen the, um, the videos of someone taking a magnet to what appears to be a black goo. And, um, they, you can see it spiking all over the screen. And through that, we would have that same thing in our system, right? So if we have that in our system, then, um, let me see if I can bring it up. Uh, then, and if the magnetic field is doing that, then that, if, do you see what I'm saying? So if, if you take the ferrofluid and they put a magnet around it, you know, it starts to spike. 
Now I've just discovered that it's part of our blood makeup and that we have these electrons in our system. And now we have these metals, which I'm going to get into, but the, um, it's allowing that frequency, right? And, and it's creating a spike through it and through that spike process, right? And you, if you think about it and then blood in general will coagulate. I mean, it's kind of what it does when it's not moving, it starts to stick together. So it makes some sense. So if the, if the fluid's doing this and it's doing it because it's a magnetic field, then this would make sense that this is happening in this aspect because of that. So they're just gonna show here actually how to make it. So as the person moves it, it starts to actually um, become magnetic and movement. And you can see how it has these spikes in it that's taking place and it'll move with a magnetic field around it. Now, maybe the device is moving in the body and then where it moves to in the body, it creates these spikes and it creates that. But it's just, a, it's just something uh, that I'm speculating, you know, after uh, my research today and going through this. So... Some really interesting stuff I found out tonight. Uh, one is about the cholesterol in our brain and the plaque in our brain, where it comes from, why it's beneficial to us. And with a lack of cholesterol, it brings on Alzheimer's. We are dealing with uh, an integration right now of technology and humans. I don't know how long this has been going on or how integrated we always are. You know, the very fact that they have a human's point two and an earth. I think it's, a, I don't know if it's Earth 2. I think it's Earth 2, not Point 2. So they have a series, I believe it's on Amazon. It's Humans Point 2 and uh, the, the humans. And it's just, it's really fascinating. I watched one of the series and, and it was about these synthetics and how they have these families and these emotions and stuff like that. And I have to say, it definitely changed my perspective quite a bit or at least allowed my mind to open to another viewpoint. You know, when you get to see a different side of something, it should provoke another thought process, which it did for me. So, but it also, the very aspect of these are point twos. Would that mean we're, we're the one? Like I, I mentioned it before, they have something called the Biosphere Dome 2. And I believe it's in Arizona. And in that area, they uh, created a Biosphere Dome and they had people go and live in it. it didn't really work out so well, but and when they were asked the question, what's biosphere dome one, they said the earth. So it's the same premise, right? It's the Russian dolls. It's like one over the other, over the other. So the humans point too. And my point for this is that, I mean, they talk about us as a machine. Our bodies heal. You know, you can cut yourself when you can watch over a week's time, your skin repair itself and heal itself. It may not be instantaneously, but our bodies do repair. I mean, that's kind of, you know, when we look at like, um, you know, some of these uh, movies and stuff where they have, you know, the nanotechnology and the, you know, the being or the thing just self repairs in an essence, we do it not as fast, but we're definitely uh, working in that aspect. So I don't know if we're the first, if we're the second, I don't know where we are on the spectrum for that, but it's just, it's just a open for thought. The same as robots, like robots have been around for thousands and thousands of years. They're documented as being around you know, there's plays written about them. There was an author who fell in love with one of them. Um, the, uh, the Sultan of the Ottoman empire, I believe he had one and he had a fascination with robots. So, you know, this is, there's, there's nothing new under the sun. This is all technology that's been here and has the technology created us to create more. And it was at the question. I mean, there should be questions because there's something happening. That's an integration. So I want to read you a couple of uh, artificial intelligent definitions 
And then, um, because I think it helps to discern sometimes it's not all the same thing. It's not all the same premise. And I've mentioned before, the singularity point is not when humans and AI meet, it's when AI exceeds humans. So artificial intelligent definitions, by the way, this is from artificial intelligence dangers to humanity. And this is, um, Cyrus A. Parsa, the AI organization. So this reads, artificial narrow intelligence or weak AI um, takes many forms. Amazon, Netflix, Pandora are all examples of artificial narrow intelligence. Siri and Alexa are additional examples. The use of your smartphones, IoT, pet robots, and drones are also other forms of machines that incorporate artificial narrow intelligence within their systems. Artificial general intelligence, AGI, Artificial general intelligence is a level of intelligence similar and above a human being's current ability to process and analyze information from thoughts and actions that can create great changes to humanity and bring greater dangers to all life. AGI is often used for artificial general intelligence. AGI can access an AI digital brain connected to the internet and all networks operating on 5G or the coming 6G and completely control humanity in imperceivable ways. This is not something limited to only artificial superintelligence as when the networks are built and robotics operational, AGI can accomplish complete control over humanity and take up and obtain a level of superintelligence. AGI can be in digital form, in the cloud, some sort of network, it can be inside of a robot. I'm guessing too that they would be able to use consciousness transfer um, as well. So here's the one, <laughs> artificial superintelligence. Artificial superintelligence can do anything according to scientists, bend atoms, destroy our world, rebuild it, move and build machines or robotics at an extremely fast rate while connected to 5G. He says, I am in the belief that artificial superintelligence cannot go beyond the level of atoms, but that's for another book. For now, we'll start with relevant companies, organizations, entities, and people of interest to uh, form, uh, to concentrate this picture. So <laughs> it, it's showing that um, it says bringing to life an intelligence or importing an intelligence that thinks, researches, feels, creates, decides, and desires to operate as individual, symbiotic, or collective in the entity of, quote, bio-digital world through biofields, biomatter, and all frequencies within the micro and uh, micro and macro molecule dimensions of our physical world while manifesting through robotics, IoT, computers, virtual reality, augmented reality, holograms, mixed reality, cyborgs, or human cells as it connects by way of the internet, AI global biodigital network and human biodigital network. Okay, so now we have a better understanding of where we are with AI and what we're dealing with this intelligence. So, you know, just to let me let me connect a couple of dots. So we're talking about uh, technology that they're saying is the operating system of life that they have inserted into a whole bunch of people. Right. And by the way, the title of tonight's show on the event horizon is the cell of self. It'll all make sense to you. So they have this 
form. We don't know what level, right, of artificial intelligence they have put into um, uh, our friends, our family. They're, they're people we know. They're people we work with. They're people we live with. I mean, pretty much everybody knows someone, and, and it seems like everyone in our families has someone too. And now there's this technology in there. So you have a technology that is... Uh, maybe it's artificial narrow intelligence, maybe it's general intelligence, or maybe it's super intelligence, but it's in there and it's a form of intelligence. It's an operating system of life. And if you think of the very premise of an operating system of life or that some of these huge computer companies like, um, I think Hanson Robotics is one of them. And I believe the, uh, oh shoot, let me, where did I find that? I thought it was, please don't quote me. I'm not absolutely right. But I'm, I thought that the Chinese military had taken over Hanson Robotics part because Hanson Robotics is, I think it's in Japan, maybe, maybe it's Japan. It's over in Asia, right? So they had taken over their part of the company and the synthetics they had made that were so human-like to recreate them for their military. This is real. Like this is stuff that they're doing it's, um, you know, it's, it's alarming. It's very alarming because these are synthetics, right? So they could look like me and you, but they're robotic in nature. And depending on what form of intelligence they have. Now we have go back to our friends and family that have a form of artificial intelligence in their system. And, uh, I don't know. I, I would, I don't know what, what happens when someone when someone gets this um, uh, trial transhuman injection. I'm not sure what takes place or if there's blood. I don't know what happens prior to it. You know, you, are you in good condition for that? The reason I say that is because um, I'm going to have to find it. I couldn't find it when I looked again. But that they're, they're using the DNA to actually recreate you in the computer. And from that premise, because it's an operating system and computers and AIs all communicate with one another, they would actually be able to control and override your system from sitting at a desk very easily because of that. And in fact, let me read you this from this book because this all by itself is, let me tell you, there's so much going on that we don't know, like that we are just not privy to that is just, okay. So it says, China has acquired the biometric data of more than 6 billion people on the planet. That data includes your facial voice and body recognition. This process occurred by way of biodigital social programming. The biodigital social programming is a process of social engineering in combination with the use of biometrics and other complex factors. Once robots are introduced to the public, the biodigital social programming would enslave humanity when connected to the 5G. I don't think people realize what is really going to take place with 5G and that we've had so many distractions, so many distractions that, you know, when this first happened and everything got shut down, you know, we were discussing the fact that Verizon and these big companies, I think Lighthouse is one of them, uh, that are out there and they were installing uh, 5G. So in the beginning of this whole pandemic and the whole world shut down, these telecommunication companies are out there installing small cell towers approximately 500 feet apart. Reason for that is because they, they so here's, here's where it gets really interesting. So for anyone, uh, I'll give you a little background on it. So the 5G operates on 60 gigahertz, right? And um, 
it's a, I think it's the, the, it's the exact frequency that actually changes the water. I wrote it down because so I wanted to say it exactly right. Um, put it this way. This, this, look, I'll say it this way first. The, 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 the 5G, the, the frequencies and the small cells that they use to do this are so weak that they have to put the towers so frequently, right? So they could use a frequency that's stronger, right? And that would have a longer bandwidth, like some of the microwaves right now, the way it would work is you would like visualize like a long wave or long wave coming in where 5G is, it's, it's hitting you at the rate of that. It's actually, um, it's affecting us in ways that are just, it's so alarming, right? It is just, um, it's really alarming. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to get my notes in order so I can go through this the right way. Okay. So pardon me one second. You listen to the event horizon on the wake up radio and it's getting hit. It's the, the frequencies when they come in are getting like getting hit by like 2.4 billion uh, little cells at one time, all the time coming in. Okay. I know you can hear my pages, but let's go. So the, uh, the Wi-Fi in a house is 2.4 gigahertz and it's an EMF um, oscillating and it's about two and a half billion times a second is what's happening in our houses around us, right? And what that does is the frequency water molecules, they rotate in, in a certain access to try to keep up with these frequencies. The FCC and the worldwide government allowed this to be um, the broadcast frequency. And that it's an actually, it's, it, it's what's considered a weaponized frequency because of what it does to our body. Um, they have to put transmitters everywhere. They do have certain cities that they are targeting more than others. And one of the things that's a really big problem for 5G is trees. And you'll start to see cities take down these huge, beautiful, mature trees to allow for uh, the broadcast of this millimeter bandwidth coming in. Uh, the trees are actually um, taken out in a couple of ways. And this is really important because, you know, everything ties together. You know, what's happening in one spot does correlate to what's happening in another spot. Meaning, so uh, the trees, right, they're, they're burned um, by direct energy weapons. You know, how many times do we see pictures? There's just a picture that someone posted and they were like, oh, it's another store. Why are you posting a picture of metal that's melted with trees standing in the background and telling me that it got hit by some ridiculous form of made up nature? Like, it's just unbelievable. But that's what they do. So these areas where, you know, where we know that these direct energy weapons have hit, you know, California has gotten hit really hard with this. There's other areas, too. But they do it to clear it because they won't be able to put in these 5G. And what's coming also is 6G. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure the 6G is already being tested, if not released, because no one's even talking about it because we're so concerned about the 5G, which, by the way, 5G is made for robotics. It is not made for humans. Okay, it's not. Oh, it's not I should, let me rephrase that. It's not made for anything living. It, not at all. So um, and also weather modification. You know, people don't really take into consideration how much it has an effect on everything living, that it covers everything living and it's permeating and changing through the technologies that are in the air as well, which, which we'll talk about a little bit too. Pardon me as I take a little sip. So what they're doing by doing all of this is um, 
they're they're setting up their grill, right? Their grid, their kill grid, right? They're setting up their their prison cell <clears throat> because by burning areas of rural areas, they're pushing everybody into the city and into closer proximity with one another, right? And where the uh, the microwaves and the millimeter bandwidths are literally everywhere. Nobody can drive anywhere now without seeing cell phone towers, uh, Gwen towers and also seeing um, the 5G magnetrons. And I've noticed that some of the most massive 5G magnetrons, when I was living back in Massachusetts, I noticed that they were uh, seemed to be at state police, uh, in front of state police. And I, I wonder if they realize how much that's affecting them and their health every day, all day, what that they're there, all, everywhere else, right? So there is a Nassau 1986 document, and it talks about the 60 gigahertz, right, for intercellular satellite communications. And um, they could broadcast at any what, that they wanted to, but they pick one at this frequency again because it has been um, weaponized. And these emissions can come through our walls. They can come in through beam forming. Um, and again, if we're not being mindful to wire things in our home, nothing wireless, literally just plug it in. It's not, you know, it changes the, the energy in the air that we can't see, uh, but it does make a huge um, difference in it. So what they're going to be able to do, it's not only complete surveillance, it'll create 3D imagery, but it's also going to allow them to control us and more so anyone who's now uh, literally connected to the AI uh, by way of the transhuman trial injection. Um, so it's kind of like, you know, they, they, they get people to walk into these little dens and these little parlors of hell by shiny little trinkets. So one of them would be right now telling someone, hey, you know, you can download a two hour movie in 30 seconds. Like, is it really necessary? Like, is it really like, is that, is that really that important to do that when you realize how, how harmful these, um, these things on are on us. And, you know, um, here's something that you can do is you can call your broadband association. When I was in Boston, I called mine. I talked to him, uh, the head, anyone in Boston, uh, his name is Mike Lynch. He is the head of the broadband communication there. He was actually a really nice guy. He was super helpful. He sent me information. He had explained to me how they felt about it, that they were challenging the FCC, but the FCC wants to push this through. Um, and let me be very clear on this too, while I'm uh, talking about the FCC, is that they were very clear on, they don't care about any testing. They're not concerned with any testing. They want to be the first in technologies. They don't want any other country to get before them with this. This is a race for domination over, hu uh, over humanity is what this is. It has nothing to do with any convenience for us, but they entice people all the time with these shiny little trinkets. Now, the 5G phones, what's interesting is I remember a while ago I'd seen something that says they weren't turned on. Now, isn't that something, right, that they're not turned on? Let's let's listen to this. Um, this is from the movie um, Cell. So there's The Cell and this is Cell. And we're going to touch on both of those. So this one, the Cell trailer, this is it. It's, uh, you can hear it. There are 6 million cell phones in the world. 
They connect us. What if they controlled us? So for the listeners, it's showing people with phones and headsets, like just frying. The movie is from Stephen King. It's got goosebumps. We're gonna survive. People are gonna die. You okay? When everyone is connected. So creepy. No one is safe. It's the start of a war. I want to wipe them out. It's a suicide mission. You're gonna die. I don't want to see my son. Scott? You okay? God, I have goosebumps. Do not withhold your mercy from us, Lord. The troubles without numbers surround us. Troubles without numbers. Protect us. Realize the dead. Of the earth. All right, I'll stop it there. So this the this movie, right? It talks about uh, what happens is uh, people, their cell phones all of a sudden trigger them. And then everyone who, who got triggered by it becomes a murderer and people have to kill people in their family. Well, hello. I mean, you know, there. Not only does the CDC have on their thing that they're preparing for a zombie apocalypse, and it's been on there for a while. I'm pretty sure in the last few years they changed the verbiage to say that they put it on there as a parody, so people would, you know, kind of take heed to like what you should do in a survival technique. That's all. It's always bullshit, right? But the military, it's a code. I forget what the code is. Like it's not. It's a number code with letters. But that is. I posted it a while ago. Um, they're zombie. They're preparing for zombie apocalypse as well, and they have been. So the very fact that you know just what I've already set up. Um, is, you know, the technologies in there. We have different levels of artificial intelligence and that Holly weird in general is telling us that they're able to do this. And um, what becomes a little more alarming with that also is there's another movie and it's called uh, The Cell and that is with uh, Jennifer Lopez. And in that, Jennifer Lopez is able to access uh, people's um, dreams and then they are um, able to go inside people's minds and control their minds. And inside there, they can see demons or evil or whatever's going on inside. And it's a whole world inside that person's mind. And you can take it over or you could do different things. And it's really mind bending. Like, honestly, it's, it's super mind bending because we have now, you know, people saying that these are access points to um, get into us, you know, whoever, whoever received it. And there is a clip, there's a clip where there's a girl and she's talking about the possession. Like she's talking about what they want to do that the, uh, 
pharmaca, pharmica is witchcraft and that, you know, um, once they're in, they can take over the person, but it all depends on, um, you know, the person themselves, you know, if they take it or not. And if they don't, then they don't really have an access to come into that person. It's really creepy. Like it's super, super creepy. I don't want to play the whole thing, but just a second of it. So What happens if she takes it? She's yours. Wow, it's just. He's saying it's just medicine. The spirit saying we work through medicine. The serpents. What serpents? At the walls of the hospitals. That shows medicine, the serpents. Is that what you're talking about? No, I don't believe you're talking nonsense. Hmm? So you work through pharmacia, witchcraft. Pharmacia, witchcraft. So in that video, she's saying that they're doing this because Jesus Christ is coming back and he can't have all the souls. So they're trying to get as many as they can before. And I know there's a lot of stuff that talks about an access point or allowing evil in or, you know, uh, kind of going against, you know, your, your sacred temple, right? Like violating the temple in that way. And one of the reasons I just brought this up is this is a, this is really true. And this is really like something that's been going on is a woman in my building has kind of uh, come undone and uh, her behavior has been very weird, very strange. Um, she'd been in and out of, you know, she literally committed in and out a few times and stuff. I haven't been able to find out if she received the um, vaccine or not. She was a nurse at one time. She has, you know, a nice place and stuff like that, but her behavior is totally not right. And I have the camera outside and I noticed that on the camera, it doesn't look like her. It looks like a demonic spirit. I was talking to one of my neighbors and I was saying, listen, I go, when she walks back and forth like that, I, I don't, I don't feel so like it doesn't, it doesn't look right. It doesn't feel right. I go, I think it's demons. Do you know what I mean? Like that's walking. I don't think it's her that's walking. She goes, I can't believe you said that. My husband said he can see them too. So I said, well, I'm going to send you some videos. I sent her the videos and she was like, that's so creepy. She's like, you can see them. I'm like, she goes, it looks like she's just being pushed. I'm talking this woman walks for hours during the night on the levels and all around the building barefoot back and forth it's just it's it's very sad but at the same time i'm wondering and i really like my intuition is 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 kind of just saying I, I i believe i'm in the right mind thought process is that she had this and maybe she had an entity attached to her you know some of us could some of us you know just have stuff that we carry with us until we heal. Once you, you could do anything you want to do. You know, that's the whole point of us figuring out everything in the rabbit hole is how magical we are. But the very fact that, um, you know, maybe it let something in, maybe it was that access point and it just allowed that into her. But when she walks back and forth like that, I can see on the camera, it's like this, this glowing, it's creepy. It is so creepy. And then there's times where I have a motion light near my door and it just goes off. And my cat looks up and I'm like, oh, so, you know, this is real. You know, it's, 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 you know, uh, Sophia Stewart said it very, very well. She said, this is a battle of a uh, man of machine and man of God. 
And, you know, it's like, what side of history are you going to be on? You know, where are you going to be? Well, if you're on the side of machine, you're gone. You, I know I, I have a pretty good idea where you'll be for the all of eternity, right? Pretty good premise for that. I don't know what layer of the Russian doll we're currently in, but that one I'm pretty sure is like that. There was a sci-fi movie where they locked the, they had a mental, oh, a mental prison, right? So, because everything is all, always the mind, always. And they had a mental prison. And in that mental prison, they um, say if you did something wrong, then they would put you in there. And and when you were in the mental prison, you would you were in a box and there was a timer. And it was like a uh, hundred days or something like that, or a year that you had to be in there. But in reality, out here in the real world and not in the virtual world, it was only like a minute. But it was just a really, you know, it's a really good insight as to how they can really play these games and how they can do that. And this is always what it's been about. Um, I'll play you a clip for a moment from um, Preston Nichols. Preston Nichols worked on the Montauk Project. If you haven't seen that, watch it. It is so good. I've seen it different times just because, you know, you learn something and then you go back and you watch something and you're like, oh, that's what that is. Well, that's how the premise of that is. Do you know in the Montauk project, they had uh, two of the two of the sailors that were on the uh, boat. So first, what they did is, uh, I'll digress for a second. So first, what they did with the Montauk project is they, they were able to... Um, make the boat first disappear from radar, then it disappeared uh, from sight, and then it just disappeared, completely disappeared. And what happened was two of the sailors, they exited in 1943, but they re-entered in 1983. 40 years later, they reappeared. And I know there's a movie or a documentary on it because I saw it, I don't remember the name of it, but how like so this this isn't you know this these technologies have aren't new and if this is in 1943 they're making shit disappear and reappear and then doing it in decades later you know you have to take into account what is really happening all the time around us and how much of this illusion is an illusion and how much is a creation remember on one of my shows i had found in my research it says you know that the point of creation is and creating are one and the same you know, you can't have creation come from a creator. Creator is always creating. So it's always one and the same. So it's always, life is always creating and, and creating itself, basically. So let me play, I'll play the clip from the Montauk Project right now. Honestly, watch it. It is so good. So his name is Preston Nichols. Listen to what he says, what it is about. The Montauk Project, which was an experiment carried on at Montauk Point, New York, on the southeastern tip of Long Island, that's off of Metropolitan New York, was essentially two projects. It was a mind control project where they did research on how to, uh, you know, influence the mind of man using electromagnetics. It also developed, evolved into a time travel project. They found out that they could actually bend time with the same equipment that they used to bend lines. This all started back in World War II. There was two major projects going on in World War II. One was the Rainbow Project, and the other was the Phoenix Project. Essentially, the Rainbow Project, well, let's first go into the background. During World War II, we were losing the war. 
we were outnumbered. We had Germany against us, mostly Europe at that point. We had Italy against us. We had Japan against us. And it was felt it was a losing cause. So the government was essentially looking for that secret weapon that would win the war. So in 43, that area, 43, late 42, 43, 44, they launched a lot of these very avant-garde, super science type projects out of almost desperation. One of them was the uh, Rainbow Project, which we know is a Philadelphia experiment. This was where they attempted to make a uh, military navy boat invisible, radar invisible, what they interested in. The other project of interest was the Phoenix Project, which was essentially mind control research. This involved chemical mind control, psychological, use of PA systems, propaganda. So let me stop for one second, because I'm going to let this play for a minute. But let, let's uh, remind here when he's saying chemical, the air, the food and the water has been weaponized. So it's the chlorine in the water that leaves the calcium deposits on the brain that causes health problems or uh, mind problems, right? Um, it's the aluminum, barium, strontium, manganese. It's all of the metals that are in the air all the time. It's the metals that they put into the food. It is the metals that they're perpetually penetrating and saturating us with. They essentially worked on these two projects. The Philadelphia Experiment, or the Rainbow Project, was essentially a failure. What were the dates on the Rainbow Project? The Rainbow Project, actually, the very basic physics research started in the mid-30s. Hmm. But actually, the government got interested after some successful tests were shown by the Advanced Sciences Institute at Princeton. Institute for Advanced Study. Yes, Institute for Advanced Study at Princeton. They showed that on small scale, the invisibility could be achieved. This was work based upon the work of Nikola Tesla, Dr. John Eric Neumann, and others that were in the Institute for Advanced Studies at Princeton. At that point, the Navy realized this thing had a huge tactical application. Mm -hmm. So they backed it and they funded it. And the research was done up until August of 1943, which we're not sure is the second to the last test or the last test. Mm -hmm. But August 12, 1943, the project was installed in a ship, the Eldridge. It was a destroyer escort class. Uh, not a real small boat, but not a real big boat. This is 1943, this technology. So it was built a special for the Rainbow Project, mm. where they were able to take one of the gun turrets on the front of the boat was fake. They could take it off and they had a big opening to drop electronic equipment in, mm. large generators, the whole nine yards of it. Mm. And by 1943, they had already outfitted the Eldridge with all this equipment. Mm. And the boat was towed out into the harbor, the back end of Philadelphia Harbor. And the order was given to turn the project on, turn on the equipment. Duncan here and his half-brother out were on the boat. And when they turned everything on, it worked. The boat did become radar invisible. The boat actually became physically, visibly invisible. Then it disappeared entirely. It was gone. 
of course, the two Cameron brothers were now Beelick today. Was Edward Cameron back then and Duncan Cameron, not in this body, but another body. Do you hear what he said? The guy sitting next to him is him, not in that body, but a different body. Decided the party was getting too rough, so they uh, jumped overboard. Except at that point, they didn't jump into the water. They expected to jump in the water, swim ashore. Mm -hmm and uh, you know get away from any uh, rough times mm -hmm. but they found themselves near the vortex that the boat was in mm -hmm. like a wormhole in space and time and they came out at montour point in 1983 mm -hmm. august 12. 40 years later and it's debatable whether they came out above ground in the grassy field or they came out below ground in the uh, big antenna structure that was in the underground we don't really know for sure because there is information that had both possibilities. Mm -hmm. But they ended up in 1983. So they jumped 40 years. Yeah, they jumped 40 years. <laughs> President's like, yeah, yeah. Philadelphia, 1943, all the way to Montauk, 1983. Mm -hmm. There was a secondary drop off in 1963 in Brentwood, New York. <laughs> and. So just go and watch this. It's so fascinating. He goes on and on, and I'm such a nerd. I could continue to listen to it. But the fact that they have this technology, and they're talking about in 1943 that people went into a wormhole, right, that they were controlling them with the radio frequencies, that they were purposely working and testing to see where they could do this. And later on in this interview, Preston goes to say, he says, well, they discovered that there was a certain frequency that disconnected people from the frequency of the earth. And it literally made them go batshit crazy. Those are my words, not exactly his, but that was what he was saying is that it makes people go crazy. And all of this ties together because we're at a position now, excuse me, in society where we don't know what's going to happen. You know, they, they, it's, it's a trial. I'm not sure how many trials go well when it's already what in the hundreds of thousands of, of deaths and uh, heart attacks and all sorts of things that have gone wrong, but what's going to happen when it's actually up and connected. It's, it's pretty alarming. So the 5g is absolutely, in my opinion, going to tie into all of this. It can't not really have an effect at this point just because of the way it's been promoted, the way it's been set up, the way it was installed while everything was still shut down, right? The fact that they have sold phones with 5G, but it's not quote unquote activated yet. Also, you know, like I have a, um, an EMF reader. So it reads radio frequencies, electrical frequencies, and electrical magnetic frequencies. Um, but they don't have a device. As far as I know, maybe it changed. That reads uh, 5G because of the frequencies on it. So it's all around us all the time. It's always uh, commuting with things. Oh, things like um, aluminum screens on your windows are great at helping to uh, protect as well. Like there are little things that we can do. So um, they're putting up these small cell towers everywhere, these antennas, you know, they have a relay system from the home to rebroadcast it. So this is one of the reasons why um, you don't want to go wireless, why you want to have everything wired in your home is because of the rebroadcast and the effects it has on us and also the communication of it. 
It says 60 gigahertz. My notes, by the way, when it says <laughs> I have pages of notes for tonight, 60 gigahertz is the chosen frequency and, and it's the oxygen water molecule absorption. It's the frequency where the water oxygen molecule absorbs the frequency energy. It's the radio. Uh, it, let me reread that. It's the frequency where the water oxygen molecule absorbs radio frequency energy. And this is, this is all demonic. I mean, to, to set up something at a frequency that steals our life force, you know, oxygen is energy. It is prana. It is a complete form of energy. So to set up something that steals our life force, our energy is very, uh, evil, satanic in nature. Um, so the oxygen molecules, they share two electrons themselves, and that's what creates the air that, uh, that we're breathing. So they have, you know, oh, there's a study. What is it called? It's right here. Let me come over here. There's a study. There's a couple of things that go along with the study of magnetic blood. And um, there are things that we can do to help us. So it is called magnetobiology. And at the time when it was 2018, oh, by the way, it's the Fullerton Report, Joe Embriano. If you haven't seen any of his stuff, he is amazing. He's been at it for a really long time. So, and I know he knows his stuff. So tonight when I was doing a lot of my research, I went to him. He's also a chemist and he studied this magnetobiology, but he had to do it elsewhere because evidently, uh, at, a, at the time, I don't know if they do now, but uh, no universities in America actually study this force, this, this thing. And magnetic biology is the study of biological effects of mainly uh, weak and uh, static low-frequency magnetic fields, which do not cause heating of tissues. Magnetic biological effects have unique features that obviously distinguish them from thermal effects and that often observes for alternating magnetic fields just in a separate frequency and amplitude intervals. So everything in our system is on a magnetic field. It is on a frequency. That's who we are. And the fact that, you know, there's this... Um, weapon around us being used that we can't, you know, we're using the weapon, how ironic, but we can't really put your finger on it and say, well, this is it. You know, like I'm touching it now. This is it. It's not really how, how it works, but these, you know, these, um, these weapons, they're, they're designed to, to kill us and to make us sick. And the very fact that these radio frequencies cause flu-like symptoms, you know, it, I see it circulating, you know, that there's outbreaks and this is going on. First of all, Smith Modernization Act. So if you're going to tell me anything from the news, I'm just going to tell you that. But on the premise of say there is, you know, stuff going on and, and, and outbreaks happening, you know, has anyone, have we, have we looped back around to the magnetic fields? I mean, have we really come full circle and taken what we've learned and said, shit, well, they're doing it in 1943. They're doing it now. They've been doing it. They're still doing it, right? Nothing, nothing has changed and uh, people are still getting sick and, you know, everyone's still chasing the rabbit down the hole. It's just kind of, kind of ironic in a sense. So, the flu-like symptoms from the towers is, um, it's called like Y-Gig, and it's a weaponized uh, oxygen water absorption. 
It's a com combination of chemistry and biochemistry. And that is the magnetic biology that I was just reading um, to you. It's not a field of study in any U.S. Um, university. And it's illness-induced. And it robs us of our chemical um, composition, the effect of the light frequencies. One of the things that he talks about often, and I have discovered in my research, which, which helps to contribute to the illness that they help to create is... Um, on a sunny day, when they're not spraying the skies with chemical, they have everybody putting sunglasses on. UV blockage, you, we need UVA and UVB to create a positive um, effect of vitamin D in our system. We need both of those and also to help uh, create the melanin. Well, when, they, when you wear and they have the UV blocking in our homes, in our businesses, in our cars, the windows, the shades, the sunglasses, it actually... Uh, prohibits us from taking in the nutrients that we need. You need at least an hour a day. You don't have to look into the sun, but you do need at least an hour of a day. And um, it has to come in through your eyes. That's how it works, right? That's the reason that it works is it comes in, the information comes in that way. And um, that helps, you know, our bodies to heal. But that, that same frequency, the 60 gigahertz, it destroys the vitamin uh, D and it, it destroys our body's ability to actually absorb it. So I, I had thought about that when I had learned that. And I was like, you know, I tan really well. It's just my, I have that Mediterranean skin. It tans super well. And, uh, and I was reading that. And I remember there were times where like, you know, uh, years ago I would wear like sunscreen and I would sit outside and I was like, I didn't get anything. Like it's, it's not even normal. Like even with sunscreen, I wouldn't get anything at all. But now I realize that the nanotechnology and the sunscreen, right. Combined with the frequencies is actually creating a barrier on my body, on my skin, on my absorption, right. My largest organ in my body, it was preventing it from taking in any nutrients from the sun, it was creating a barrier where the only thing I was getting was chemical pollution, if that makes sense. Um, I just, I don't know how, I mean, I'm seeing more and more of the 5G down here now, which it sucks, right? Because, you know, you see a tree go down, like uh, one of my friends, one of his neighbors had a beautiful tree in front of her place and they just came and cut it down which why would you cut down a mature tree that's not bothering anyone and, you know, you know, provides a little shade, especially in areas where it gets pretty, pretty hot. Right. Um, so let me go, let me skip a little bit here. The nanotechnology that we have in our systems, right. And the way that they have set up the metals in our system, it works like taking a fork and putting it in a microwave. So what would happen basically is we have these metals in our system, we have these metals in our body, and then they start hitting us with the frequencies. So our little electrons and our little ways of, of, of transporting information is disrupted. You know, it could be why all of a sudden some of us have that total like brain blockage, like what was I saying? And it, it makes total sense, you know, especially when we're out in areas and there's a lot of people and there's a lot of phones and there's a lot of communications that one of those little, you know, uh, nanobots, we'll call it, that broke through the blood brain barrier has an effect for a second. You know, um, it was interesting because he he speaks about how I mentioned earlier, how cholesterol is super beneficial to us. And, I, and I've heard that before, too, that cholesterol is not bad for us. You know, anything that they say is bad for us is usually good for us. And anything they say is good is usually bad. Look at the things that they've banned. 
right? How many naturopath doctors have they killed? Because they know that we can heal ourselves and nature can help us heal. And um, they don't want us to. And that's why they silence us. That's why they silence our voice, silence our accounts. OTWTube.com. We don't silence you there. But it's, it's why they do it. So there is, oh, perfect. It is carbonyl iron, right? And evidently, if a woman is pregnant and takes this, she can prevent her child from becoming autistic. This helps. It is, um, he was talking about how, again, Joe Embriano, he was saying how that women who have, uh, who are anemic in their systems, that they're usually the ones who, who not usually, they're typically are more often the um, women who have autistic children and it's because of a deficiency. And he said, if they take that and um, it will, it will help that. It also, um, what it does is it helps to um, the metallic nano compounds from getting stuck in the brain and from um, opening it up. What happens is the, the metals in our body actually, I guess, get stuck to that and not to us. And then what happens is when the body flushes it out, it doesn't, um, harm it. Like it's not, uh, it's kind of encapsulated and the carbon 60 is another that's supposed to be super beneficial. And this one is supposed to have electromagnetic properties. It is an electron receptor. It is, listen to this, it absorbs and diffuses, encapsulates metals and carries them out with no ability um, to, to feel or to um, have an effect as the body is ridding it out. Um, so those two things look into carbon, C-A-R-B-O-N-Y-L, iron and carbon 60. But you want the carbon 60 in oil and not in water. Do your own research on that, please. I'm just sharing information that I have. Um, but um, I guess it works wonders to get the metals out and uh, poisons with, we're just poisoned with the metals intentionally all the time. You know, we cook with aluminum. There's aluminum in the air. They have people wrapping stuff in aluminum foil. I mean, you know, it's interesting when it takes a minute, when you start realizing you're like, shoot, like this stuff really is like in my everyday life, saturated all around me all the time. It's one of the reasons why I'm wholeheartedly going into uh, doing essential oils again. You know, I'm uh, going to be working with a line called doTERRA. They're absolutely amazing. Actually, their sales have surpassed apples. Um, but nature has provided everything we need to heal. Literally everything we need to heal has come from nature. And that includes these type of things. That includes uh, essential oils. You can clean your home with an essential oil. You can disinfect your home with essential oil. In fact, you can rid your home of bacteria in the air by burning sage. You know, there's a lot of things that we can do that are super beneficial for us um, to help. So when we're surrounded by the Wi-Fi and we're surrounded by these frequencies, that is what is opening up the the, the blood brain barrier. And that's where the metals are kind of getting stuck. It's like, you know, the example I gave you of uh, putting metal into a microwave, you know, you could put a fork into, you can have a microwave, I guess say microwaves 110 Watts or something, not really good on this tech. So, but you could take a fork and put it into a microwave and that creates like a hundred billion 
uh, watts off of the, the tip of the fork because of the way that the metal conducts us. So if you have that visualization inside of us, you know, they put the fork in us, right? Literally, <laughs> you can change the words a little, but they definitely put the fork in us. And, um, you know, and that can take place, you know, it can change the way that it works and the impulses. It may be why some of us get super hot sometimes, you know, that we heat up. I can tell when I'm heating up from some technology around me. It's, it's a weird sensation. It's like this whole body, like, it's just, ah, uh, it's just a, like, it, like, it feels like you're burning up. You know, it's not like, um, it's not like, like, you know, like if you had a fever or, you know, uh, women when we get periods and stuff, we get like hot flashes or, you know, temperature changes and stuff like that. It's not that kind of a hot, it's a hot where you're like, I'm burning up and it's happening more and more because, you know, people aren't detoxing from the metals in their system, right? So you still have the metals. Great. I always recommend it. Coffee enemas. Amazing. Do the research, look into a coffee enema, try it. It not only purges metals from our liver, helps our liver reset, uh, but there's a nerve that runs from our anus. So the nerve that runs in the anus to the liver is what, what helps that to do that. It's equivalent to five or six kidney dialysis. It helps to clear brain fog because there's that gut-brain connection, right? Uh, your skin looks better. I mean, they're just absolutely amazing. There are things that we can do to help fight. You know, just being online and running our mouths isn't fighting. It's running our mouths. We're not doing anything. You know, you want to live in a healthier, happier world. We have to take these steps to do that. It means changing the way that we live and modifying it to the attacks that we endure on a daily basis. We are under attack by our own governments, by these demons and these Satanistic pedophiles who run this realm, these underlords who have no real power, but we give it to them day in and day out repeating what they say. They said this again today. Who gives a fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, I know we have to fight for our freedoms. We have to fight for our rights. I get that. But by repeating everything they say is not fighting. It's parroting. It's just saying the same shit. But, you know, it has to change and it has to change with the person. Um, and, you know, moms and dads, you know, I recommend that you start paying attention to this stuff. You know, children have had to endure a multitude of vaccines, you know, inside of those vaccines is some pretty gnarly stuff. Uh, there's nanotechnology in there. And there are, you know, uh, what is it? I think it's 50,000 parts per billion of thimerosal, which is mercury. And just to give an example, one part per billion is one drop in an Olympic sized pool. There, I believe there's two parts per billion in our water supply. So in our water supply, we have chlorine, we have uh, fluoride, uh, we have mercury, uh, pharmaceuticals. Um, by the way, when they have a, um, if you look up what they do with our blood, uh, after we die, when you go to a funeral home, most of the time they just flush it down the drain, literally whoosh, goes back into the water supply. That's what they do. Now what they're going to start to do is a lot of these funeral homes are preparing for hydrofluorosis. I'm definitely not getting the name right, but they are, um, going to take the bodies and disintegrate them in a solution and then uh, water the food and the crops and stuff like that with that. So uh, that's pretty disgusting in itself. That's pretty uh, cannibalistic, you know, isn't it? Isn't not giving someone an option to eat blood and remains of people. Um, but, you know, I could tell people this all day long and it's just like, oh, what can we do? What can we do? We'll do something. 
right? So, but maybe we start by detoxing, taking care of ourselves, realizing that there, that we are electrical beings. There's an attack going on right at the level of our very existence of the electrical connection between our breath and life and a machine. It's just wild. You would think this would be important stuff. You would think everybody would be talking about it, but not so much. Not really like that. I hope people start talking about this stuff again. You know, one of my friends and I, we were having a conversation and we we're like, well, we're spraying the shit out of the sky again. There's chemtrails all over the sky. People are saying they're getting sick. Dot, dot, dot. Hey, look at that. They're putting in 5G. They're spraying the skies and people say they're getting sick. Dot, dot, dot. I mean, it can't be that hard to put it together, right? It really can't be, but it is for a lot of people. Maybe, it, you know, that that's the chemicals already in effect. They've already, you know, done that much. I don't know. I, I don't, I, I'm not really sure, but I know that we're at a place where we can't really play these games anymore. You know, you have to start detoxing. You have to start taking care of yourself, take care of the children. They're coming for them. You know, that's the part I don't get is that people, you know, especially parents, I know there's a lot of kick-ass people out there, you know, so to say fighting. I don't, I don't know if fighting is the right word. I think raising awareness, living in your own divinity is how we defeat the system. But we have to do it. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen with this mRNA gene editing uh, device that they put into people that was created by demons who study eugenics. Eugenesis? Is it eugenics or eugenesis? Whatever it is, where you take people out. I mean, it's just insane. There is a little quote I have found today. And um, let me go over here. There was this, actually, this guy that I found randomly on Fedbook. I was looking at something. I came across his stuff. He's really good. He posts some great stuff. So this is why I want to tell you about him. His name is Smith, S-M-I-F-F, Demista. And so what he posted today, uh, so let me read you this. So this is, um, there's a map, right? And it says military uh, experts on population predictions for 2025. It says, uh, notice the traditionally white Christian countries have huge predicted decreases. Third world countries who have existed large populations are not so affected although their higher birth rates may be a factor here. The aim of the elite's uh, Calgia agenda, polluting the European gene pool with colored races and forces integration. Another elite explains the purpose for this, to blur traditions and identity to make it easier to control the masses. One race, hive mind. Think of all the migrants that poured into Europe over the last couple of years. That's by Sylvia Theron. And then Smith Demista, he posed, UK population forecast to drop to 14 million by 2025. Guess what? Government expects 75% of the population to roll their sleeve up. You take that vaccine, there are 13 million kids in the UK. You do the math. This is what happened in German pre-World War II. Only the children were left. You know, this is just alarming. It's uh, it's just taking place. The Bayer executive, mRNA shots are gene therapy marketed at vaccines to gain public's trust. Well, they did it. 
you know, this is the greatest psyop ever to take place. Operation Mockingbird, right? When the when the public believes everything we say, our mission will be complete. And God darn it, I'm not gonna say damn it. Um, they've done a really good job, right? A really good job at having people give up their divinity to connect to a computer, to connect to AI. Well, the AI will take over, or the demons will. And they show you time and time again. They show you in Get Out. They show you in The Feed. They show you in Cell. They show you uh, in, I mean, I can go down a whole list of movies. They show you that whatever those beings are, they want an access point, the host. They show you. All they need is an access point to come in. Once they have that access point, the, the, the digital beings can come in. And, you know, as I'm saying it, I'm getting this information in my head, so I'm going to just say it out loud. So that there's the metaverse. I did a really amazing show on the metaverse, the metacosm, the microverse, and the microcosm. If you haven't listened to it, just go. You can play it in the background. It's really good. I spent a lot of time with that. But uh, what I didn't mention in there, which I'm, I'm going to bring up now, because I'm going to do another one where I tie it all together really beautifully, but we have the uh, metaverse. And for people who don't know, you have metahumans. Metahumans are digital beings. Now, you cannot tell me that they're not, if you were a demon, what would you do? Would you trick someone into creating them in the virtual world, getting them to step into you so you can step into them so you can come out of the digital and into the physical? I mean, you have to, you know, it's, it's not unlikely. You know, there's stuff written in biblical texts about this. There's stuff written in scriptures about this. This is not, you know, it's an invasion. This is AI is the alien invasion. I've said it, I've said it many, many times, many, many times. And it's what it is. Um, you know, one of the things that's being talked about is disease X. And I wonder if disease X is, you know, this whole premise of what they're setting up now. You know, it's interesting how some things always come back again. And we are in the middle of a reset. We absolutely are. Uh, it's just a matter of, you know. How many people are going to reset themselves before they get reset or attempted to get reset? Because it's going to happen. It can't not happen. You know, just just Mother Earth herself is a magnetic field. You know, it, it's it's a whole energy all unto itself. So it has to affect in one way or another. One of the things I just wanted to mention, because sometimes when I'm doing research, I stagger upon some pretty... Uh, pretty, pretty interesting things pop up. So, uh, you can go check it out if you want to. It is www.uscc.gov sites slash default slash files slash research slash Jane. And it is Jane's, uh, this is the name of the paper, right? The document it's Jane's by I H S market, M A R K I T. It's China's Advanced Weapons Systems, May 12, 2012, and uh, prepared for the U.S.-China Economic and Security Review Commission. I would go and take a look at it. Uh, it's pretty uh, interesting, uh, especially some of these chapters in here. China's Electrical Magnetic Rail Guns and Hypervelocity Weapons. China's Direct Energy Weapons. China's maneuverable reentry vehicles. Uh, let's see. And then they name a whole bunch of uh, corporations for them. Uh, it's good. You should go check it out. 
I would definitely uh, aircraft, submarine, destroyers, a Corvette, a landing ship. <laughs> Janes by I-S-H Market, M-A-R-K-I-T. So you might want to go and check that out. Um, there's a lot of things we can do to improve our health. There's a lot of things that we can do to not be stuck and not to think that we're victims and not to pl keep playing these games, but we have to recognize who we are, where we are, and what is taking place. Who we are, these magnificent beings that are connected to everything around us, but these these demons that are created by the demiurge, these, these robots, these whatever you want to call them that have always been here because there's nothing new under the sun. They want to change things in their way. And, you know, I've said it before that it's going to happen on a small level. It's not going to happen on a big level the way you think it is. So when someone's taken over and this is taking place, like I'm not talking, you know, out of the side of my ass here, I'm telling you, this is really taking over because people are being taken over every day. Um, and you don't think it happens. But when you think about someone, you're like, well, yeah, you know, they used to be a little different, but this happened, this happened, this happened. And people always make excuses for how much someone's changed instead of actually taking a step back and looking and going, wow, they really have changed. You know, and it happens little by little because it happens on a minute level, on a bacterial or a nano level. All life starts around there at some point. It's just going to be a matter of time to take everything to, into our own hands and uh, create a better. 5G is coming. 6G is probably here as well. You know, maybe maybe uh, the 6G is coming through those purple lights now. You know, they have thing called Li-Fi. They use light frequencies. I think it's 260, 264 megahertz, I think. It's not gigahertz. It's megahertz, I think, of light waves that transfer data from the LED lights in your house back and forth. So all of those LED lights in your house, they have a technology. It's called Li-Fi. Li-Fi can transmit data. And then what they can do is they can take that data, they put it into binary code, and they can create audio or video off of that, a complete 3D picture from that. So anything you have in your house that says smart, and I've noticed lately too that they have foods that are coming out that say smart on them. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they're really putting in the nanotechnology. You can bring up uh, documents that will show you. You put nanotechnology in food, it'll show you. Uh, nanotechnology in condiments is really, really a long list on that right there. So, you know, not only are we breathing them in, we're consuming them. Is it in our food? It's in our products. Uh, you know, it's everywhere. And this is the part where, you know, take care of you or don't. That's your decision. I know I know where I'm going. I know how my life's going to be because I'm saying how it's going to turn out. I'm not leaving it up to chance and nor is any underlord demon ever going to tell me what the fuck to do in my life. Never has, never will. No power over me. And that's the point is you have to command and demand that, that you own your space in this world. If you don't, someone's going to own it for you and own you in it. Simple math, really. You have been listening to the Event Horizon on the Wake Up Radio. I'm your host, KB, KB Visions, uh, KB Visions 1 on IG. Uh, we have our social media page, otwtube.com, on the wakeupradio.com. And we have uh, something really exciting and new in the works that should be coming out pretty soon. So uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, we're really doing a lot of things to try to get away from these pages. I know personally for me, uh, I'm going to be deleting my uh, Fedbook account. I can't contribute to that anymore, knowing 
as much as I know. It sucks because I definitely have some good connections on there and people with connections, but I can't allow that social engineering, that programming of me, right? To want to keep staying someplace that I know isn't beneficial to me and I know what they're doing. You know, they're they're trying to trap people into Satan's cube, into the black box. And uh, I dance on boxes. I do not go inside of them. You know, I create them, not get stuck in them. But everyone has their choice on what to do. You know, these, you know, like uh, I made a post earlier, you know, everyone complains about Instagram. Uh, well, the, they've updated, you know, just as I read in the beginning, the, the AI is self-learning. It's upgrading itself. So now the minute you post something or the minute you do something, you could, you could, if say it has a trigger word, uh, the scanning for the word is, you have the word is anywhere in there, you're going to be banned or shadow banned. You know, we, it's fighting AI. You're not even fighting with people when you, when you, you know, say this is happening or why is this happening? Well, because they're social engineering platforms designed by demons to mold and to meld society into a position where you can back them into the corner, you can make them inject something into their body, then you can just take them all out within a couple of years. You know, it's just fucking nuts. It really is. It's just crazy. You know, and, and, you know, maybe there was a point a few years ago where my mindset would have been different and, and it definitely is. Cause I know that I've grown a lot, um, through my, you know, like I said at the beginning, just through my learning process of where I, you know, want to be, I'll share knowledge all day long, but ultimately every time I help someone else, I've been helping myself every single time because I'm gaining the knowledge. Maybe they're listening. Maybe you're not. It's okay. I'm still putting the energy. I'm still putting the information out into the ether. All you need is one person to make a change. And that's beneficial, right? To have an impact on some one person's life so that it's for the better. That's a beautiful thing. You know, you have to fight demons all the time because this is a spiritual battle. As John Trudell said, protect your spirit. We're in the place where spirits get eaten. Ain't no lie. It just ain't no lie. Look at the Hollywood movies. Look at anything on Amazon or Netflix right now where the mindset of most of it is is a very controlling mindset. That this is going to happen to your mind. This is going to happen over here. I made a post. There was a, um, a documentary. I was doing something. I, I had to kind of be somewhere for a minute. So I was like, oh, let me just watch something, you know, that's um, that I'll like learn something from or, you know, expand my mind a little bit more. So I pull up. It is called um, Necrog. I'm going to spell it N E C R O N O M I C O N. It's an immersion film and an audiobook experience, but that wasn't the problem. It was the warning that came before the whole thing came up. I stopped, I didn't watch it, but it says. The creators of this video and audio assume no responsibility for any adverse effects experienced by the viewer listener um, in retaliation to the subject matter of the following material. This includes any and all phenomenon originating from psychological, spiritual, physical, or paranormal manifestations brought about through viewing the uh, what is that word? rectification of the incarnation symbols, signals, uh, spells and rituals uh, contacted herein. Proceed at your own risk. I decided not to watch it. I know, I know 
they put visuals and things and little access points into movies and stuff. There's a lot of stuff that I watch that I'll look away from because I have that feeling like that's what it's doing. Things that go spiral, things that are, are if something they would use, uh, like a hypnotist would use, countdowns, things like that. Those are ways to trick your mind. And if you don't think that they're doing that, you're cuckoo. It's happening all the time. But I didn't proceed with that. I watched it in another way. Uh, kind of really bizarre. I have to get back to it, but it's about a book of a dead book of the dead. And, um, uh, it's really, uh, interesting. Very interesting. Let's just say that. Uh, I also watched, what was the other one? Oh, it's so good. Philip K. Dick's, um, electric dreams. He has some really interesting stuff. Now that in itself, I'm actually going to talk about him and then I'm going to close it out with that because I think it's perfect. So Philip K. Dick is the person, the author behind Blade Runner and uh, movies like that. So it's basically where the robots take over. So Philip K. Dick died. Philip K. Dick, before he died, had an android built in his image. And then his consciousness when he died was downloaded. Maybe it was done before he died. I don't know. But then his, anyways, Philip K. Dick's consciousness is now in a robot. It's literally prophecy playing itself out. It's prophecy playing itself out. They have a Xenobot now that can give birth. It's a robot that gives birth. It's a little tiny robot and it can create life. You have Sophia, right? Who is the robot they give a citizenship to in Saudi Arabia, where they have Neom, the smart city where, what's his name? Um, David Penna, is that his name? That arrogant fuck? I think it's his name. Where he says to buy a one-way ticket and he's going to live to be, I don't know, 150 there or something like that. And all of these things are telling you, right? So Sophia the robot has a citizenship in Saudi Arabia where they have a smart city where they're going to upload consciousness. And we have Mother Sophia, you know, uh, so it's just, it's, it's just, uh, it's almost like the AI is mocking the real world and then recreating it right in its own image. It's kind of what, you know, the, the Demiurge did that of Sophia. Sophia created the Demiurge cause she wanted to create a God, but because the, the Demiurge wasn't created by source, it didn't have the essence. It was just an empty soul. It was a spiritless vessel, so to say, but it thought it was the almighty God of everything. And then it would see Sophia's reflection in the lake. And they love Sophia's reflection and Sophia created it, but they recreated Sophia in that realm. And then they raped her and they beat her. And that's the God that people pray to. Okay. It's just wild. It's just wild. You know, I hope everybody makes it. I hope everybody finds some some nirvana or finds a drive in them to want to be healthy and want to be happy and want to take some steps to better themselves and better their minds. You know, I've said it before and I'll say it again. This is all one big mind game. And if you don't have enough pieces to put it together, I don't know how you're going to figure it out. And my job isn't to rescue or save anybody. My only job here is to be the best version of myself that I can be right? Just to treat people with love and respect and just to live my best life. I don't have to do anything other than that, but I'll share information. I'll cheer you on. I'll encourage you to be the best version of you that you can be. I'll do all my nerdy research and share it. And hopefully something in there helps you and sparks you to want to create or learn a little bit more. You know, heaven or hell resides inside of each of us. And uh, what you seek is never going to be on the outside. It's always going to be on the inside.
You know, you can create a facade, you can create a false world. That's the same thing the Demiurge did. (laughs) You've been listening to the Event Horizon on the Wake Up Radio. Until next week, I'm your host, KB, and I'm out. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Deang. Cindy Ashby. On the wake up. You, the people, have the power. The power to create happiness. Let us use that power. Let us all unite. Let us fight for a new world. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful. To make this life a wonderful adventure. By the promise of these things, brutes have risen to power. But they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. Now let us fight to fulfill that promise. Let us all unite. OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform.